0: that if you're willing to change your mind you can totally change your life so are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free let's do this hey guys welcome to episode 77 oh my god oh my god 77 <laughs> of the Karen Kenny Show. Boop, boop. I'm just having to do little sound effects. Boop, boop. So you guys, I cannot stop laughing. Okay. I I can't even wait to dive into this one, right? So maybe even just the title itself <laughs> made you curious enough to be like, what is KK talking about? Number one, uh, sidebar wicked excited because I have my Mr. Rogers t-shirt on right now. Oh my God. (laughs) Anything's going to put me in a good mood. My Mr. Rogers is on the bod. Okay. So this is like the craziest and ridiculous. It's such a ridiculous thing. But so the title of this show is called Something Stinks. Like Pu, pu, something stinks. And I'm just going to dive into it. I'm going to tell you why when you start to recognize that something is a little P-U in your own life, something's a little stinky, something's a little off, something's a little extra ripe and not in a good way, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so let me start with what I call the turnip story. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. My sweetie and I are in the kitchen, so the way that we kind of break down things in our household is there's certain things that I do, right? Like I do the grocery shopping, I do the laundry, I pretty much do the cleaning, he does like litter box, he does the dishes, he goes to the dump, like whatever we're pretty We're pretty good at like splitting splitting things, doing our shit. Nobody has to nag anybody. we help each other. it's all good, right? So um, so my sweetie's like doing the dishes one day, and he's like oh my God, something stinks. We don't have a garbage disposal, right? But we have a nice big, like deep, like, you know, stainless steel sink. And he's like, something stinks. And I think there's something in the drain. I think there's something like that stinks in the sink. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, really? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So throughout the day, as I'm walking through the kitchen, I like keep getting a whiff of something when I get close to the sink. And I'm like, dude, I think you're right. I think we have something in the sink that stinks, right? I feel like I'm doing a, a Doctor uh, a Dr. Seuss book right now. <laughs> I think something stinks in the sink, so uh, we're like just going crazy, right? We're trying to figure out what it is, and I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be something for this, and we think we identify, you know, that the smell is coming from the sink because when we get close to the sink, like that's where we can smell it from. We're like, okay, cool, so. First, he tries doing like, um, because I have a bunny and I clean her box, like uh, her litter box with like white vinegar, like just no chemicals for my girl, right? So there's a concoction that you can mix and it involves like some sort of science, but it's like baking soda and white vinegar and whatever, hot water, boiling hot water. So first, I think we just tried boiling hot water. We're like, okay, we'll just try and see if that like kills or flushes out whatever's in the sink. And that doesn't work. The smell is still there and then we're like okay then he tries the concoction like one day when i'm out at the grocery store or whatever that's really the only place that i go nowadays <laughs> uh one time i went to get my hands on with jessica todd thank you very much and another time i went to see a friend and we just socially distanced right but so like really my life for the last six months has consisted of going to the grocery store for uh any kind of entertainment so Uh, One time I'm out at the grocery store to go get, to literally go get Drano now in case this concoction of baking soda and uh, white vinegar doesn't work, right? So I'm at the store and I grab that stuff and it doesn't work. He pours the stuff down, again, boiling hot water, does the whole thing. We still have this whiff of just something putrid, you guys. Like, you know, when you're like, something is rotting. Stinking, and it wasn't just stinking thinking, right? Like sometimes your own stinking thinking will get you into big trouble, and that—that's sometimes something stinks there too. We can talk about that later. But right now, this was literally a physical smell. So we're like, okay, that doesn't work. I get Drano, pour it down the drain. We're like, this has got to be it. This is like, this is like the clog buster one, like whatever. Put it down. You know, wait 15 minutes. Do the whole thing, like. Walking by the kitchen, walking by the sink, it's like oh my god, the smell. And then I start to think, what if it's like something died? Like we live kind of out in the woods, and I'm like, what if a mouse or got like what if something is in the attic or something's under the sink? Like I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. So we open up underneath the thing, and uh, underneath the sink, we stick our head in there. I'm like, I don't smell anything down here, right? I don't smell it close to the pipes, you know, because we're like now we're gonna have to like you know open up the sink if we can't figure it out. And before we do that, I'm like, okay, before we get the fucking pliers and we start like taking the bottom of the sink, the, the, the S-curve thingy out, the trap thing there, I'm like, maybe it's something in the attic, right? So our third floor, like our house is hard to explain, but like there's like these, it's like mostly like it's it's a, uh, what do they call it? A post and beam house. So we get all these beams. If you watch my show, you can see, you can see the beams behind me, right? So there's a section that's all like pine wood. And I'm like, sweetie, you're tall enough. Like stand on a chair and see if you can sniff anything up above the sink. Like maybe it's wafting down, right? So he gets up on the chair and he's like, like sniffing like a dog, like up in the ceiling. <laughs> like the whole thing is ridiculous. He can't smell anything, but he doesn't have a super sniffer like I do. If you ever watch the show like uh, Psych, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Burton Gaster, our friend Gus (laughs) is one of my favorite characters of all time. He's got a super sniffer and KK has a super sniffer. So I'm like, all right. And he's like, you get on the chair because my nose is always stuffed up. Maybe you can sniff it. I get up there. I'm doing the super sniffer. Try not to fall off the chair. Like nothing. I can't smell anything. I'm like, I don't think it's up there. Go back to under the sink. And I'm like, look, before we take out the wrench and like untwist the thing and do the whole thing why don't we try one more thing? He found another like, um, what do you call those things? Again, like the Drano thing. But this one supposedly like has a chemical reaction where it foams and it gets rid of smells. And like, we're like, okay, we're going to try this thing now. So I go back to the, I go back to the store. Now we're talking you guys, we have wasted a week of our time Like we're like investigating, we're crawling on things, we're standing on things, we go high, we go low, we're doing all this stuff. I've gone to the store now several times. We like take all of Binky's vinegar, like we're doing all this stuff, all this energy, all this stuff, okay. Get the foaming stuff, dump it down, then do the whole thing and we're like, oh my God, maybe this works. We lean close, we lean close to the sink. Oh my God, it still stinks. And we're like, and then he's convinced, my sweetie is convinced that it's the water. And here's why. We had just had our septic pumped. We just had the thing where the guy comes out and they pump the whole thing. And we're like, oh my God, what if there is some sort of reverse osmosis reaction? And like, now we have sewage coming into the house. What if that's what stinks? Like the whole thing, right? And it's about to get, it's about to go down. It's about to get bad. I'm like, Oh my God, are we going to have to call these people to come back and tell them that the thing stinks and nothing is working? And like, I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. And I sniff the water, right? My sweetie's like, oh my God, can you sniff the water with your super (laughs) sniffer?" Even just saying that out loud. (laughs) So I lean in and I try and sniff the water and I'm like, it's not the water, babe. There's no way I've been drinking it from the tap. There's no way I wouldn't have noticed that it smells bad. And then all of a sudden, you guys, all of a sudden, okay. So right behind our sink, we have like this deep windowsill. And on that windowsill, I have like, you know, a Buddha statue. I have my tomatoes, avocado, and there's this bowl where we keep like the root vegetables, the onions, the potatoes, like whatever. And wouldn't you know it, KK had bought a rutabaga. A rutabaga is like a uh, turnip and it's waxy. And so the turnip was right there in the big, beautiful, like aqua bowl, right in front of our face and we couldn't figure out where like all of a sudden my sweetie looks forward and he sniffs and he goes oh my god it's the turn up and we're like what the turn up because it's so waxy and it has that exterior it just looks weird anyways but i hadn't noticed that i hadn't used it and it had been like a week and it started to like rot But it didn't look that bad until you got wicked close at it. And we were howling, we were howling, laughing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The answer was right in front of our face the whole entire time. What stunk was the damn turnip. It wasn't the sink. It wasn't the water, but the bowl was like right level like with where the sink is. So it was like tricking us. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this whole stupid story. Here's the thing, you guys. You cannot fix a problem until you identify where it's coming from. You cannot fix a problem until you can truly identify where the fucking thing is coming from. Because until you, Figure out where it's coming from, whether it's a smell, a meltdown in your communication, a money problem, whatever the thing is, you cannot solve a problem or fix a problem until you can identify what the source is. And because otherwise you will keep thoroughly throwing resources, money, time, energy, and your work at what you think the problem is. You'll try Drano and vinegar and baking soda and friggin' standing on chairs and going under the sink and going to the store. Like you will exhaust yourself doing all these things, but you have got to know. You got to properly identify where the source of the problem (laughs) is coming from. Where's the smell coming from? And it reminds me of another story, like when we were kids, right? So my sister and I, my sister and I, we pretty much, um, um, we shared our room at like one point when we were kids, um, for sure. Like when we were little, little. And then we, you know, we moved so often. We moved so often. But it was like a series of, a series of houses where for like a few years, more than a few years, maybe like five, six years, whatever it was, um, we had our own rooms. And it was like amazing my sister and i had totally different styles of how we did things right like i was a little ocd i was wicked neat i folded everything let's just say my sister was not that same way (laughs) no judgment just not the same way okay so after my mother died we went to go live with an aunt and uncle right and my aunt and uncle already had like two little little kids so my sister's like 13 going on 14 I'm 12 going on 13. We're like young, right? So by the time we move in there, actually, my sister's 14. I'm like 12 and a half. (laughs) We're sharing. We're sharing a bedroom for the first time in like years. And we're we're sleeping in bunk beds and we're in a tiny room. My aunt and uncle already had like, you know, two little kids, like a two-year-old and like a five-year-old. So like, you know, we were, they were so generous. We got, we moved in with them, but we're now sharing a room, right? So now we are at the mercy of each other. And it's one time, in the year, it's like springtime, right? It's springtime. And I'm in this room with my sister and I've got a dresser off to the side in the corner. She's got her dresser like in between the two windows. It's a tiny, tiny room, okay? And all of a sudden, one day, there is just the most awful smell coming from somewhere in the bedroom. And now we're in Lawrence, so it's not like I'm thinking like, oh, this mice in the wall. I'm like, I don't know what this smell is, but it's disgusting. And we tear apart the room. I'm like, we've got to find the source of this smell. Like, I just can't do it. Lo and behold, for some reason, my sister took one of her hard boiled Easter eggs that like she got in the Easter basket or whatever. And she put it in like either her underwear or her sock drawer. Let's just call it the top drawer where all the things were. And so We're like digging everything apart. And then like literally on my hands and knees. And all of a sudden I start sniffing and I'm like, oh my God. And I open up the drawer and I dig to the back and there's like an Easter egg. Do you know what the smell of a rancid egg is like? I was like, what is going on? But here's the thing. We couldn't fix the damn problem till we knew where it was coming from. Because you can't Find the right solution to the problem until you know what the source of the problem is. And sometimes the source of the problem can be right in front of your face, like the turnip. But your mind just either doesn't want to, I will say this, either can't recognize the source of the problem or doesn't want to recognize the source of the problem. Because if you can recognize that there is a problem, let's just, for, your, for example, in your relationship, if you recognize that something stinks, something is fishy here, and whether it's like, I don't trust them, I think they're cheating, like something's going on here, like they're on the Facebook talking to their childhood sweetheart, too whatever the deal is, when something's off, right, and you're just like, what is it? What is it? You can't really take any action that's gonna make any sense or be any helpful to you until you really identify what the source of the problem is. And it's like, sometimes we don't wanna know because if we find out the truth, if we find out the source, and it might be our own crazy thinking, we might be insecure or jealous or what, I'm just making shit up, right? right? And so that might mean like you might have to change. Or if somebody else, you find out the truth about somebody else, you might have to let that relationship go. So sometimes we are willfully ignorant and we just can't, don't want to, right? Don't want to see what the source of the problem is. Because we don't want to have to take responsibility for it. We don't want to blame. We don't want to have to do the work. Or we don't want it to be what the truth, we don't want the truthy truth, right? We don't want the truthy truth. We don't want the truth to be true. Because then it means that something's gonna change, something's gonna end, and it's gonna be painful, and it's not gonna be soothing. Sometimes when something stinks, we know something stinks. And whether it's stinking thinking, it's your own thinking that got you there, that's the source of the problem, or somebody else stinks. Whatever they're doing isn't right, and that stinks. And whether that's your boss, your kids, your whatever, any other human being, right? It's like, you know, if you've ever had a dog, like I, I have, a, I have a, six furry kids. So if something stinks, you just start the search. And it's like, we got to find out who did what where, <laughs> right? It's like, what's happening? Thank God. I mean, like story for another day. But I just wanted to say this because you can't apply the right solution. Apparently, because if you think the source of the problem is in the sink, in the drain, in the trap, like we don't have a, uh, what do they call that? Not a food processor. What do they call Garbage disposal. We don't have one of those. We just have a little like, bloop, bloop, bloop. So, but if you think it's coming from the sink, you can pour all the shit you want down there, but that's not the source of the problem. So we've got to be able to really, right? I said, sometimes you, and here's the thing. Sometimes you can be so sure. Sometimes you think you are so sure that something is the problem, but you better be damn sure because you'll be wasting a lot of resources, time, energy, whatever, throwing it at something that isn't even the problem. And sometimes the problem started a wicked long time ago. Here's what I know about working with people who have had trauma. Here's what I know about having my own trauma and working on my own trauma and healing my own stuff, you know, by, by myself doing my own personal work, but also with other people, right? Cause we can't, we, 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 we all need help. P.S. P.S. little little, alert for you guys. P.S. We all need help. And while the answers do lie within us, sometimes we need somebody to help us unlock the gate, to, to have the key, to help us to recognize the true source of the problem. And we can't always do it on our own. And that's why like spiritual mentoring, like being a spiritual mentor, man, it's such it's such an incredible, man. It's such an incredible. It's such a big, big responsibility, but it's also an incredible, incredible um, opportunity to be able to help people walk through identifying where is this suffering coming from, where is this stinking thinking coming from, what is the source of the smell that stinks, right? Like, what is the thing that is rot, rotten, and rotting? right? Because it doesn't do any good to try and fix something if you don't know where it came from. It's just like how, like, you know, I always say to people, um, you know, if you have a chronic illness or a chronic pain or whatever the thing is, and, and you just keep trying to take the Advil, I'm like, all the Advil is doing is suppressing the symptom, but we need to go to the source. We need to find out what the true problem is. And that's why it's so hit and miss in like Western medicine right? A lot of times the source of the problem isn't the thing that they're throwing the prescriptions at. And this is why like therapy and if you have a really good coach, spiritual mentis, um, sponsors, right? If you're in a 12 step program or whatever, um, this is where it can be so handy because what that tool set, what that skill set that those of us who are in this line of work of helping others, of being in service to others, of getting to the root of what stinks is it's like we can sometimes approach it, especially with me for like, I don't mean like, oh, especially with me, like I'm so awesome, but I mean, especially when you come at it from like, like in A Course in Miracles, right? We always say, I am determined to see this differently. I am willing to see it differently. I'm willing to choose peace instead of this. I am willing to see it differently, but I am also determined to see things differently. So what sometimes another person can bring to the table, and it's got to be somebody that you trust, somebody that there's a level of intimacy, and I don't mean sexual intimacy. I'm saying like true intimacy where they can hold the space safely, be in the space. They can bear witness. They can be a really safe place where you can be vulnerable and talk about things. It's really important because what we can do is we can help people sometimes to look at themselves, other people, their situations and their history and their stories with a fresh perspective, with a new set of eyes. We help them to revise, to revision, to look anew, to hear anew, to smell right anew. So you come at something with new eyes and new sight and new ears and new hearing and new sniffers, super sniffers. We help you to have super sniffers to sniff out like, ooh, something's wrong here. And I thought it was this, but it's not. Because sometimes, you know what? It is you. Sometimes it's not somebody else. Sometimes you're the source of the smell. <laughs> sometimes you're the thing that stinks. Sometimes you got some stinking thinking going on. And I'm telling you, you you might think like, oh, no, 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 it's the other person. No No, 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 sometimes it's you. Sometimes you think like, oh, I don't know why I do this. It's like, yeah, because it's so deeply embedded in your subconscious because it comes from your past. So we got to know where to look. Otherwise, you're standing on chairs and you're going to Hannaford three times and you're spending 14 bucks and you're using all of your bunny's vinegar and you're crawling on the floor and you're about to rip apart the thing and call the septic company (laughs) because you're so sure. And it's right in front of your face but sometimes we just can't see it because we have blind spots to our own bullshit. And we need somebody else to help us sometimes. Sometimes if you just journal it out, right? Like there's so many, so many writers like Joan Didion is one of them, but there's so many writers who say, you know, I journal, I write, I write to discover what it is that I really think because we think we know. But we don't know sometimes until we sit down and get quiet and go deep and do a spiritual practice or we meditate or we listen or we take a fearless look in the soul mirror or we just take a good solid look at the fucking turnip that's right in the bowl right in front of our face. You know what I'm saying? And it was so interesting because I was also on a um, a group call today with my one to one mentoring clients and it's just the most amazing thing, you guys. I really I get verklempt because I have a few um, I have a few one to one clients who are about to cycle out. And I think they're going to join us in the nest, my spiritual membership, which is amazing. But that one-to-one time is like so powerful and so impactful. And a couple of them are about to cycle out. So today on our group call, so when I have one-to-one clients, just to put it in context, you know, I work with them one-to-one very intimately. But then we also have a group call where all my one-to-one clients get to be together because it's so helpful to know that there are other people who are speaking the same language, who are in the same like mind frame, because here's what I know to be true. When you are trying to change yourself, when you are trying to, change your ego personality and the choices you've been making in the way that you've been showing up when you are trying to change your mind, change your story and change your life. It is so helpful to have other people who are also walking that path and on that journey. So when they come together on these calls, it's so incredible. And today on the call, um, one, of the, one of the people on the call, it was so interesting because they, they were like trying to like get comfortable, like to be on the call and wherever they were putting themselves and situating themselves because they were um, visiting um, their parents, they were somewhere else. They weren't in their own home environment. And they're like, the sun like just kept hitting them in the face. And every time they were like trying to like get comfortable, they're like, oh my God, the sun is like blinding me. And we were all kind of laughing because they just kept adjusting like their position on the bed. And all of a sudden they looked up And they hop off the bed and I hear swoop and they get back on the bed and they start laughing and they're like, oh, there's a shade right there, right? And so they're on the bed trying to solve the problem of not getting blinded by the light, but it wasn't until they looked up and it was like, oh, I was looking for the solution. It wasn't a geographical fix. It wasn't changing the position on the bed because no matter where they went, the light was piercing their eyes. It was about looking up and recognizing, oh, the source of the problem is there. And here's the solution. Because you can't find the right solution until you know what the problem is. Sometimes the tool that is needed is a tweezer to get the sliver out. Sometimes you need the hacksaw to chop that thing off. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we can't respond appropriately until we know, first of all, you gotta recognize something stinks. Then you gotta be curious enough about to go investigate and to really be willing to take um, a good look. Now, of course this applies really fantastically physically when there's literally something that stinks, but sometimes mentally there's something that stinks. There's something that is like getting in your way. And I know like, you know, you call it stinking thinking or whatever, right? But your own, your own um, willingness to look with a broader view or to go deeper or your fear of change or your fear of judgment or your fear of being abandoned or your fear of being rejected. Sometimes we make ourselves so small and we just don't want to look and we don't want to see and we don't want to smell and we don't want to know. But this is a thing. We have to be willing. We have to be willing or the stink isn't going anywhere. It will just follow you around. (laughs) especially if it's you. Oh my God, I just keep laughing so hard. I'm still not over the fact that it was the turnip, you guys. I laughed so hard at all the resources, all the time and the energy that we went through. You know, and I think about same thing. Like we suffered, my sister, I suffered with the smell of that egg for like a week because I just could not find it. And I didn't go rifling through her things. You know what I mean? Like it was her dresser and she's like, yeah, I looked, whatever. You know, and it wasn't until like the last day of desperation that I was like, I'm going, I don't even care if she gets pissed. I don't care what the consequences, I don't care what the consequences are of rifling through uh, my big sister's drawers. I'm going to find it, right? So here's the thing. If we discover that something stinks, remember, you cannot fix a problem until you identify where it's coming from. You'll keep throwing resources and energy and money and all this stuff at what you think the problem is. And you've got to be able to properly identify what the source of the problem is so that you can find the right solution. And sometimes you can be, you got to be willing to be wrong. You got to be willing to be wrong. And you got to be able to keep your sense of humor. You got to be able to keep your ears, your your mind and your heart open, right? Because sometimes you can be so sure that something is the problem. But you better be damn sure before you stop throwing a bunch of resources at it. So we got to be willing to say, like, is it me? Like, what's my role in this thing? Is it you? Does something stink? Something suspicious here. Something's not right. And whether it's with your banking or your business or your relationships or your friend, whatever, the deal, like you're making some deal, like whatever it is, you got to trust your gut instincts. You got to trust your intuition. And just accept that sometimes we're so blinded and that's when we have to bring in help. Because sometimes, you know, I did a whole episode on this, you know, owning both your brilliance and your bullshit. But sometimes we're blind to our own bullshit. Sometimes we're also sadly blinded uh, to our own brilliance. And again, this is where having an outside um, helper, you know, to walk the path with you for a little while. And it's one of the greatest honors. So, um Yeah. So since I have, hey, while I'm here, I'll just mention it. So since I have a few people who um, will be um, cycling out of the program and and now into the nest, my membership, um, I'll have a few spots open because I know we're in extra, extra weird times. And I know as we're coming up to the election, as we're coming, like, we're just, it's already, like, being human is an ongoing problem. (laughs) Like, just accept it. A lot of things stink a lot of the times. But things are a little extra stinky right now. Things are a little extra weird. And I know a lot of people are struggling and a lot of people are suffering. And I know that this is a time when people could use a little extra support. And even people who look like they have their shit totally together. I can't tell you how often online like I see people who are like, quote unquote, famous or quote unquote, big following, quote unquote, whatever. And I'm just like, I, can, I just know. I'm like, I know that there's suffering going on there. And I often think like, you know, I, I hope that they get the support and the help that they need because you can have everything that you think that you want and still be suffering. You can get all the money. You can get all the nice things. You can get whatever. You can get all the followers and the f- fame and all that stuff. And then it's like, now what? Because you can get all that stuff and still be, something can still stink. Something can still be miserable. So, and this is where spiritual mentoring can be wicked helpful. But for, 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 for uh, just even the sake of this episode, I hope you just enjoyed the turnip story. Because I got to tell you, I was just like, I cannot, I was like, I, I just couldn't stop laughing. Like I was dumbfounded that it was right in front. Of, I'm like, how could we, not, and two of us, I'm like, how could we not identify it? Because it never occurred to me that it was in the vegetable bowl. And this is why having somebody outside of you to guide you. Because I guarantee you somebody that didn't live in that house, somebody who didn't walk by our vegetable bowl every day, didn't see it every day like a thousand times a day, some outside source probably could have come in and said, the smell's coming from right here. Because they had no preconceived notions. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? We think we know. But you better be damn sure because you cannot solve a problem with the right solution if you do not know the source. And whether it's an old wound, an old trauma, a physical thing, an emotional thing, whatever it is. So you guys, that's it. That's it. And maybe some of you can relate. Maybe some of you have found yourself in a relationship or a friendship or a situation, a business deal or whatever, where you were just like, something is not right and you didn't trust your instincts, and it screwed you, you end up hurting yourself because you didn't trust your inner teacher, your spiritual team, your gut instinct, your intuition, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes maybe we just can't see it because to actually claim it and see it and know it would be too painful. Maybe sometimes we just don't even know where to look, right? You didn't even, it doesn't even occur to you because it, it just doesn't occur to you. So um, if you have something in your life right now that stinks, metaphorically or like uh, physically, (laughs) just stop, just stop and take a wide view. And I'm often saying to people, I think we live too broadly. We live too horizontally. And I'm all about like inviting people into the vertical, the deep living, right? The vertical living to go deeper and not necessarily wider. But sometimes when we're trying to, in the beginning, like just step back and take a wider view, like, what am I not seeing here? Be able to, to zero in on and focus in on what you think the source of the problem is. So then you can actually come up with a solution that matches it and helps it and heals it and it's not just becoming more and more and more of a hindrance. So you got to want to choose those guides, those spiritual sherpas, those people who walk along beside you on the path. You better choose them very wisely, like do your homework because sometimes they stink. And you don't need more stink when something already stinks. So you feeling me? <laughs> so this is just my little love letter from my heart to yours. Okay? I just did the little recap take from it what is helpful and leave the rest. If you're somebody who uh, wants to actually work together one-to-one, it's an invitation, man. I'm actually, you know, and I don't say it like, I don't say this in an elitist way or like a whatever way, but I always say like, um, you know, I love if, if somebody's interested in working with me, I love that. And I'm, I, I, I'm really particular, all right. I'm really particular about choosing my clients because I want to be able to have it be a really good match so that we get really good results. And we move from that stinking thinking. You know, we move from the story to your glory. If it's something that interests you, you can um, just, you know, go to my website, use the contact button, karenkenny.com, K-E-N-N-E-Y. You can send me a DM, send me an email, whatever. A thousand ways to get in touch with me, okay, if that interests you. Um, Otherwise, just like, just let this stuff land how it lands. See if it applies somewhere in your life. Is there some place where something's a little pee? Pew, pew, something stinks and you haven't been willing to take a look at it. You've been too afraid to look at it or something that you know needs to change and you just don't even know where to begin. Like I said, this is where sometimes it's helpful to bring in somebody else, but sometimes you just need to step back with the get guidance of your spiritual t- team and say, please help me to see this differently. See myself, the situation, this person differently. Help me to find the source of my suffering so that we can make a positive change. All right, you guys, I love you. I appreciate you so much. I see you. I feel you. I I know I can't really see you in person. Er Everything that I was doing live for events this year got wiped off the calendar. 2020 is just kind of like, I don't mean it like it's a wash, like it's necessarily um, a super negative thing because I think a lot is happening right now. Talking about a lot of structures and systems in our world (laughs) and in our country, Um, they stink and they're dying. They're slowly dying. And there's this rotting smell because these old patriarchal systems, these old systems of racism, these old systems of, um, you know, misogy, like all the systems that have kept others, you know, ourselves and others oppressed, they are starting to fall apart. They are starting to break down. They are starting to, um, what are they, de- you know, com- um, the compost, they're composting. And you know how compost can get a little stinky. So sometimes the stink is good news. It's like, look, the gangrene has set in and it's time to just like lighten the load and let's get rid of that thing. You know what I'm saying? So you guys, I see you, I feel you. I can't always be with you in person, but you're, you're close in my heart. and uh, just wherever you go in the world, especially since it's wicked hot out there right now, people, it's wicked hot out there. So wherever you go, don't bring the stink, right? Wherever you go, leave the people in the place, in the animals, in the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Thank you so much, you guys. And if there's somebody that you know might benefit from hearing this episode, if somebody is stuck in a little stinking thinking or a situation that stinks, uh, maybe send this to them. It's a little love letter from my heart to theirs and from your heart to theirs. Let them know that you're thinking of them. Okay, you guys, bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E.